we're happy to introduce you to our newest partner, Mosa, a fitness company out of Atlanta. Mosa has hundreds of on-demand workouts and recoveries for everyone, new movers and athletes alike. Workouts fit every schedule, whether you have 10, 30, or 60 minutes, and they're actually enjoyable, driven by music and amazing coaching. Their library of on-demand workouts has something for everyone, and listeners of Ask Ashley can use code ASKASHLEY30 to receive 30 days free on top of their 14-day trial. After 44 days, your subscription is just $9.99 a month. The new year is almost here, ladies. Time to get moving. Ask Ashley. Yep, that's me. And me. <laughs> oh, best friend. We killing them. No, no friends. Get rid of them. Who these new niggas? Yeah, I ain't feeling them. Yeah. It's just me and my ten in them. Listen, I feel very grown up. I do too. This is a very mature well, side. I feel like we should have clothes on. Everyone started using pink lights, so we had to stop. And now I'm we not do bouquets. <laughs> Say that louder, please. These Thanks. are from yesterday now. We may or may not have stole our set design from our friend's <laughs> baby shower. <laughs> like, That's what type of time we're on. <laughs> but always, let's be clear. At events, they're always like, who wants to take the flowers? Yeah. Girl, today, we go drop Mavi off at school, go to breakfast. And she's like, oh, we have to stop by Kylie's house. Kylie's who's hosted, who's, is who hosted Deanna's beautiful baby shower. We have to pick up some of the balloons. I said, what? Balloons? Why? She wanted them? Yeah, so... Oh, Sienna wanted them. I don't know if Sienna wanted them or Kylie wanted them out of her house. But Kylie, pop them. Like, as soon as the party's... I don't... You're done. I'm done. It's over. I don't want the flowers. I don't want the balloons. I don't even really want the cake. Having leftover cake is actually really not the business. It's stupid. It's usually oddly shaped. Mm -hmm. And by the time you put all your other leftovers in your refrigerator... No. no. There's no... It's really... I I can safely say I have never eaten leftover cake. In all the eternity of time. However, did I tell you how Chase... (laughs) It was Deshaun's birthday. I made cupcakes with his pictures on them. You know how we do those cupcakes. Like the ones you did for me in New York. Yeah. Um, One of the pictures, he's smoking a cigar. Okay. I didn't think nothing of it. Like, we're... like So I bring them home. They're in the thing. Chase takes one to school. But now I do not know this, number oh, one. I don't know Chase no. even took a cupcake to school. She just shoved it in her lunchbox. And then two, she took the one where her dad was smoking. And so that became a whole thing. Yikes. And I- was the cigar thick enough to prove it was a cigar? Or were the teachers like, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> no, I think it was thick enough to know that it was a cigar, but like bringing it into first grade classroom and then all the kids they were like looking at it like oh and then and she was probably showing them like it was my daddy's birthday and we had these cupcakes yeah so then the teacher <laughs> after school amongst other things that was happening she was like oh yeah and chase brought in a cupcake today and i was like oh yeah it was her dad's birthday she was like yeah you're acting like uh, it's no big deal yeah. yeah she brought the one where he was smoking and i was like oh and all the kids were like talking about it. Your kids with oh, exposing yeah. just Deshaun smoking is a little yeah. ogie. Didn't she's like they were like reading a story about dragons or something? And she's like, My daddy's a dragon. He blows smoke out of his mouth. You don't remember this? No. Oh my god. It was a great story. 
It was, they were, I don't know, doing a project on dragons or something. Really? And you told me the story. You no called me like, oh my God. Yeah. I literally have no recollection no. of this story. She was at Faith. She must have been five, maybe six. Probably Chase's age. I was pregnant, maybe. <laughs> maybe. We talked a lot while you were pregnant because you were, you know what I mean? Like you were like in the house stuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible being pregnant. Sorry, Sienna. Yeah. <laughs> Sienna makes it look really good, though. Well, Ashley and I have a friend who has decided to do a home birth. In my mind, it wasn't up her alley because she's really smart. And I think that she always considers all the outcomes, the possible outcomes and like possible worst case scenarios. She thinks things through. Correct. Yeah. So in my mind, a home birth would be something, it would have been something she flirted with. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I think that once she started using her mind that it would be long gone. Yeah. It didn't go away. No, she's I like every time she tried to bring it up, I would just be like, so anyway, like I wouldn't even entertain the conversation because I, you never want to offend someone that's pregnant. Yeah. I didn't want to be like, that's a stupid idea. What if you die and kill your baby at the same time? I didn't have that. Yeah. Well, the other thing thing is that people who design, who people who decide to have home births are, you got to be dead serious. Like it's not something to play with. And so once they're there, there's no going back. There's like, no going back. No, because you've brought your mind to this point, and this is what it is. And anyone who chooses to do such a difficult thing is set on it. It's like jumping out of a plane. Like, you don't get up there and be like, oh, never mind. Like, yeah. I've decided it, and I'm Yeah, jumping. I'm doing it. Right. That was- Home births feel the same. <laughs> Home births are pretty much like jumping out of a fucking plane. You may make it, you may in not. My head, <laughs> legitimately in my head, those two are- it, they're on the same level. I will never jump out of a plane. I will never have a home birth. <laughs> but Don't other ask. people do. Don't ask. Yeah. So I've really taken a backseat on yeah, the whole thing. You have to. I really have just yeah. been like another you one of Sienna's ideas. Like, yeah. kind of just like, okay, cool, yeah. So she says, my birthing team is coming over today at 3 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Now I get to see all of these like feet in the grass hippies that I think are getting yeah. ready to deliver yeah. my fucking nephew. Yeah. Let me see these people. Yeah. Bring them in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So first she's like cleaning the house better than she cleans it for me. Right. Oh. I'm like, not that her house is ever messy. No. You know, hers is just pop. like making a charcuterie board from scratch. Oh, yeah. Like Doing they have special the teas and cups. Like she just wanted to make sure everything was perfect for these people that in my mind I think are nuts yeah i'm like oh she's really crossed over sienna's she's like very excuse me very much the person that would Mm -hmm. try things or hear somebody out or you know whatever so i'm like oh god here they come all of a sudden i see one colombian woman Mm -hmm. one black woman Mm -hmm. and two very granola white women Mm -hmm. so they come to the door very sweet and calming energy you know take their shoes off get comfortable mm-hmm. sit indian style oh my god she's about to have a baby in her living room that just sit me indian the- style sit indian style mm-hmm. and they just start talking and they're like okay so we're gonna talk to you through your birthing plan they basically talked her through the process of everything she needs to do, how the bed gets prepped, how the room is prepped, the sheets and towels she needs to buy, the 
sorry, Sienna, the depends and diapers that she needs, mm-hmm. the, you know, just like everything that you basically need to have a home birth, um, not the pool of water, which I assumed is what you do is put a tub yeah. in your water. Uh, where's she going to do it? Girl, apparently on the bed. It's wild. It's all very wild. I know. Like, on the bed <laughs> that she's then going to like. Well, they're very clear. You put a Plastic. waterproof mattress cover. Okay. Then a set of sheets. Okay. Then you put all the, the pads, the hospital pads. Okay. And then you put a pair of garbage sheets. They told her like, go to home goods or targets yeah, and just buy some whatever some sheets, sheets for $20 yeah. or whatever. Cause those are going to disappear with everything else after you just take it. So she basically yeah. needs like four layers of protection from her bed. Um, and they basically shared like, the order of operations, like the moment you feel the contractions, when you get to this point, this is who you call first, this is who you call okay. second, this is who you call third. Yeah. Here's the order of how it's this a works. Full plan. Now, if we're not available or able to get, mm-hmm. uh huh, exactly. <laughs> What'd she say? If we're not able to get to you, yeah. Or like, like the baby comes before we're able to get to like, you. Not yeah, like they like would never not come. Not, no, but yeah. just like if it happens faster Fast. than expected. Hey, mom. Oh. Come over here. We're going to teach you what happens. Okay, mom. I know mom loved it. <laughs> okay. They literally explained, like, if the, when the baby comes out, how you have to hold them at an angle so all the fluids could come out. It's interesting. Girl, it was crazy yeah. interesting. Yeah. And that's what sucked me in because you okay. will never get this level of attention, supposedly. But this is because, you know, that's what they say. Yeah. I don't know. I never had a baby, yeah. so you can help us. But apparently, yeah. you don't get this level of attention or... Um, explanation of all of the things that are happening to you, your body and the baby by just going to a hospital or your OB that delivers X amount of babies a week. Okay. So they explain all of the different positions she can be in. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing that really got me is that they said that like your body is designed to push out this baby. Right. So, so long as you have everything mentally your body will push out what is not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the things that make birth challenging is actually us as people who start to panic. And naturally under white hospital lights and beeping, beep, 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 and a people and six people in the corner, like naturally your body starts to panic because you're not in your normal space, you're not where you know that you're safe, you're not all of those things. So subconsciously, you panic, and in turn, your body starts to not obey what your muscles and your, you know, this mm-hmm. whole thing. They also explain that basically, like, our version of doing labor mm-hmm. is not in line with the rest of the world's version of labor. Mm-hmm. And they keep just sharing like all of these things. And all of a sudden I realized what a beautiful moment it was to be pregnant, have a baby in your body and be able to ask any question that came to your mind. Mm -hmm. It was more so much more about her. It was more like, how can you do your part Mm -hmm. to keep this baby safe? Mm -hmm. And if you don't do your part, that's when shit gets complicated. Okay. So then Sienna asked all the questions that I had in my mind. What happens if the cord is around the neck? Mm -hmm. They said your motherly instinct or your mom's motherly instinct will take that cord right off the baby's neck. Mm -hmm. 
there will be no panic or whatever because you are the ones that can save their lives. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you panic at the, because two nurses told you or you heard them yell, the cord's around the neck. And then that's what sparks the panic. But after you've given birth and you see the cord, you'll go like this and you'll take it off. And by the way, your baby gets oxygen from the umbilical cord. So if you take your baby out and you're worried about whether your baby's going to live or if they have air, if they have this, your umbilical cord has been what's been feeding them and making them live this whole time. So when you take that baby out, it will continue to do that until the moment you snip it. Mm-hmm. And then her mom finally says all the things that I've been waiting for. Like, so what happens if there's an emergency? Mm-hmm. They're like, we have all of the equipment that is in that hospital room will be here in her household. Right. You're going to have the oxygen machine. You're going to have this. You're going to have that. And if there is a moment where she needs to go to the hospital, she doesn't go to ER. There's actually a room and everything reserved. There's staff on set. Her OBGYN that's doing the home birth is the resident at that hospital. Mm -hmm. So it's not like if something happened, you're like in the ER waiting to be seen. Mm -hmm. If something happens, there's a hospital room and a bed and a team waiting for you should you need it. Should you need it? But they claim that you don't need it. And then the last thing basically that I asked was like, I don't want to sound weird, but I just watched Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, what do you guys do with all that shit? Like the fluid and the sack. Like, doesn't things come out of you that's just not the baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, don't worry what? about it. We get rid of it. I like, do you just put it in your car? Like, you guys put it in plastic bags and put it in your car. Like, I know you can't put it outside. So then are you guys driving around with her insides? Like, <laughs> what's up? Like, I really needed the answer to that. And they yeah. were like, no, trust me, it'll just be gone. You won't even know it happened. But they didn't answer what they do with it. Here's the thing. Tell me. The, my first question is, okay, how much does this cost? Hello? That's what... It, it so that, looked expensive, bitch. There were four well, women that were like, thing. how can we help you? So <laughs> like, that's it looked my expensive. thing that I know expensive. about, like... Because essentially what Sienna is doing is bringing the two together. So a home birth, technically, you're not going to have your OB there. You're not. No, like a typical home birth, I believe, is like no doctor. And I just wonder how much that costs. (laughs) And I think that a lot of people probably can't Can't afford it the way that she's doing it. So for me personally, I think that every mother is entitled to however they want to experience it. And I really do not judge people at all. But I will offer a perspective is that I also like the things that you're saying that were happening at her home birth. I also experienced that at my hospital birth. I experienced a very amazing relationship between me and my OB, who I really trusted. And like, I feel like the same thing, like you're learning. That's something you do when you're pregnant in general, I feel. And you can do it on your own. And talking to your friends as well. I'm just offering the budget version. Yeah, did you (laughs) use the same OB for both both pregnancies? Okay, But with Charlie... My birthing story is a little bit different. <laughs> um, I didn't even have insurance really? when I got pregnant with Charlie. Oh, and you and Deshaun weren't married. Mm-mm. And technically she ends up on his insurance, but, but you end I up. I don't. So I had, I, and once you're pregnant, they won't give you insurance because it's like a pre-existing condition. condition. Whoa. I'm not going to say they won't do it. I think it's ex- like the pre-existing condition. Yeah. They know they're walking into a pregnancy and all these bills. They about to chart like. So you might as well. So I actually went on government 
um, yeah, which the, is basically the, the government Medicare. program. Yeah, Medicare. Uh -huh. yeah. So I was on the government program when I was pregnant with Charlie. Yeah. And what I will tell you is that my OB that I met in the group that they put me in, she was amazing. And she was actually, it was her first year out of her residency. She was young and it was like, she was eager and I was nervous. Yep. And he wanted really to saw, tell you everything to make yes. you feel good. She was fresh off of learning all of this. And she's some, I think sometimes as doctors get older, it's like, it becomes less. more routine, but she was young and like, she was amazing. I was seconds away from having to have an emergency C-section with Charlie because she got an infection during mm. delivery and then her heart rate was dropping. Mine was, it was like a whole thing, but I never knew. And she kept me calm. Wow. The whole room was calm. I never knew a thing and I pushed her out, but she had told my mom, like when they went out to get them after I had her, she was like, Everything's great. She was like, she was literally five minutes away from an emergency C-section. Wow. So I think like the same things. I'm like, I also experienced a very similar experience at the hospital. It's about finding your connection 100%. to the person that's going to help you, you do this. Do this. And it's personal. Well, yeah. I think that that's what happened is Sienna. I think that she found comfort in her doula. Yeah. Who introduced her to yeah. all these things. In fact, she did say it. She said that the first few times a doula mentioned home birth, Sienna was very anti. Yeah. She was like, no, 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 no. Because you can have a doula and take your doula to the hospital also. Right. You can still have the birth coaching of a what doula. What is technically a doula? They're like a birth coach. A birth coach. Okay. I would say, but doulas take more of a natural approach to everything. And I did that like when I was um, pregnant with Charlie, like I went to like a chiropractor for pregnant women and they did acupuncture and his wife was a doula. Okay. And so I met with them and like did the whole thing to kind of like feel it out. Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. So they're very much like a birth coach, but like you're saying, like teaching you how to do it naturally, like you as a woman are capable and so I, they offer that perspective. And I think that's where that's coming from. So that's amazing because mm -hmm. that's the lady that convinced her to yeah. actually get the home birth. No. Not the convinced. She came to the decision very much on her own. But, but she, I think her energy and just her nature, you could tell she, she will relax you into a baby. Like she will have you fully centered. The holidays always find a way. From grocery shopping to gift shopping. From creating to-do lists to fulfilling Christmas lists, organizing gatherings and attending them, usually fashionably late. This time of year, things are nonstop. We know it can be a lot, but like the holidays, you too always find a way. It's the magic that lives inside of you. Just promise us one thing this year. Don't forget about filling yourself back up this holiday season. Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. Yeah, so Patty, our friend Stula, at the baby shower, led a meditation prayer. Yeah. Like, how do we this? It was like yeah. a meditation and a prayer at the same yeah. time. She read a beautiful passage out of a book, and then we did this, like, little fun activity. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, so Ashley and I are both wearing this little yeah. red string, and yeah. we'll, we're going to wear it, as the doula said, until our friend delivers her baby. Mm-hmm. And then when the moment she delivers her baby, they send out a group kind of text or mass message to everybody that was at the shower mm -hmm. and we all cut off our silver. Yeah, so cool. And the thing she said that I thought was cool was she called it a lifeline 
And so then once he's here, you cut it off because it was a lifeline. I've never heard that before. It was very moving because I was kind of like, I don't really want a red string. I'm okay. Like you didn't want it on your wrist. Remember before I was like, do I have to? I have to wear that. Like, remember? Oh. And you were like, oh, you could do an anklet. I'm like, oh, okay. You're right. She but did. But then once yeah. I heard it, I'm like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, put it on. Uh, sign me up. Yeah. I feel kind of honored, actually. What felt like a burden initially uh-huh. feels very much like an honor. Yeah, for sure. Now, what's tricky, somebody's what? already fell off. It was probably the person who I Are did. You t- t- was it that girl? I don't know. It took me twice to do it, to get it done. But... Sienna also said hers was very loose. Oh, and she's like, coming. Yes. How many weeks is she? 37. Oh, she's fine. So Sienna, she was going to tighten her thing, and I was like, don't tighten it. Yeah, no. Let it be exactly what the string is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, And so it it may be coming. I mean, he may be coming a little bit sooner. Yeah, a little bit sooner than we thought. I love that. She's really done an amazing job at this pregnancy, honestly. And to the finish line, she's coming home with a bang. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm, I'm proud of her. I think it's dope. Yeah. I really do. But outside of like the activity, I just feel like that moment of meditation. What was crazy is when I was meditating, all of a sudden I felt this really sharp pain in my neck. It was really strange. Remember when we were like moving down our body with like our oh, energy? Oh, she was like, release it from your neck, from your yeah. shoulders, from your... And then when she said it, I felt this sharp pain in my neck and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm stressed. I feel stressed. It's not really until the moments where you're like forced to take a beat that you're like, I actually need to take a beat. And I think we move so fast through life. I know I do. I've been moving so fast that I haven't taken a second to like kind of center myself. And I think that it's very easy to just keep going. But for me, I know I need like a little beat. I realize that I actually force myself to do everything I say I'm going to do. Yeah. Because that's what I think is the responsibility that I owe myself. Right. Instead of sometimes understanding that the responsibility that I owe myself is to stop and smell the roses on my journey. Yeah. As she was leading the meditation, what she did is she pointed out all of the sounds that we would hear Mm -hmm. that would distract us from even the meditation we were in. Yeah. She was like, ignore the breeze. Yes. Ignore the leaves. Like Yes. And those were everything you were hearing. Everything that at that moment I was Mm -hmm. paying attention to. Yeah. Sometimes we take solace and just like, oh, you feel that breeze. Yeah. When really you should live your life feeling the like breeze. That. Yeah. Appreciating yeah. the breeze. It's funny. I was in the car with Sienna today and she said, oh, my God, that might be the most beautiful cherry blossoms tree I've ever seen. Yeah. I didn't even see the tree. Yeah. And I feel like as much as this podcast is such an escape for us. Yeah. And a place to really bullshit and laugh. Yeah. In us trying to force these episodes and these seasons and these things to happen because of the responsibility yeah. we owe, we feel we yeah. owe to ourselves. Yeah. When really the responsibility I owe to myself is to be present and yeah. to have space to breathe. And so I feel like we should tell the people that <laughs> we're going to take a beat, guys. <laughs> 
And I think it's hard for us because I think, like you said, both of us, like we see things through. I think that's very much both of our personalities. Yep. But I think that we're aligned in the fact that we need a little bit more time. We need more time. Yeah, like, we We were like, do. come back in four weeks. We're going to have yeah. season three. But it's like, actually, we're not ready for season three. And then I feel like with a podcast like this, because we started it, because we wanted to talk to women and show a lighter side of life, but also- But like, also what it is to be a woman for is. real. Yeah. Like you want to be honest. And and so I think this is us being honest that like coming back right now probably wouldn't be beneficial for anybody. We would be out here faking it because it's like this shit is a little bit inconvenient for the things that we have going on in our lives. Yeah. I'm really respecting our decision and our grown upness. Yeah. And so if the moment where we feel like we're not showing up. Yeah. Or not going to be able to show up. Yeah. I think we've shown up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I but it's like I'm anticipating us n- not really being able to show up yet. Yeah. So I think that, as I'm sure many of you came here thinking that this was the beginning <laughs> of something new. It's not. It is not the beginning of the season three. It's mm-hmm. actually going to be a little longer hiatus on mm-hmm. season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I am actually going to come back with some new podcasts for the people. You know what I mean? So that Mm -hmm. they still have content and stuff to listen to. This is Dear Young Queen right here. Um, She's got to keep coming. Yeah. So we're going to have a Dear Young Queen podcast. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking about maybe some like a therapy podcast with like a great therapist. And like, I'm very anxious then to come back and do season three and continue, hopefully build up some new stories. Maybe come back with a man. Ooh. Something, anything. It's really (laughs) a hiatus for Ashley to find a boyfriend. Yeah. That's it. So that's why we're doing it, guys. The cat's out the bag. Surprise. (laughs) Surprise. I just want a man. We need new content. Sorry. (laughs) um but yeah so it's not that like sienna's doula changed our lives but it is eye-opening to watch other people who are going through a lot who can pause their lives yeah and somehow you feel the pressure to just keep going at your own Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's ego i don't know if it's fear of failure i don't Mm -hmm. know if it's honestly has a lot more to do with outside opinion than it even Mm -hmm. does your own yeah i'm sure it's a little bit of all of that Mm mm-hmm but I think it's important that we're choosing to say, hang on. Yeah. And we hope that you'll respect yeah. that and you like it and that maybe you'll come yeah. back still. Please stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay but tuned. it just can't be right now. We're not, not right ready. Now. We're not prepared. Yeah. We don't have it. And we don't even really have the things in our life to give you. You don't want to hear about yeah. over here. It's you don't want to cool. hear about all the things happening. No, um, yeah. We're Although, really okay, guys. I hope it didn't way. come off that way. I think yeah. this is a positive hiatus for everyone. But yeah. also, even when you're okay, yeah. you need more prayers. No, that's Adrian's tried having this baby for so many years. In mm-hmm. fact, everything in her life I've watched her want f- for a very long time before it came to fruition. And every time I see her mom and Papa Joe and everyone in her life who are very, very faith-based... Mm-hmm. I always tell her mom, like, I want you to pray for me also. Mm-hmm. I know how strong your prayers yeah. are. I've been watching your prayers for 30 yeah. years. Yeah. Well, I'm not that old. 20 years. Yeah. yeah. I've been watching your prayers for 20 years. Yeah. I know your corner works. But then when I think about Adrian, it's, it's Adrian's mom. It's her stepdad. Mm-hmm. It's her dad. It's her stepmom. It's her sister. It's her brother-in-law. It's her husband. Yeah. It's a 
her prayer corner yes yeah, strong. strong they're strong it's and their families strong yeah it's next level it's stacked yeah and i don't really have that much family <laughs> It's kind of like their parents are hitting mom. different. Can yeah. I get a few of those? Just over here. Yeah, Just like I'm sprinkle. sure my mom prays for of me. Of course. I know my yes. grandmother's prayers are still protecting me. Yes. But I always could use some extra. Yeah. Everyone And could so use when extra sometimes prayers. you want people to pray for you, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm in the worst spot. No. But it's like, yo, my corner needs to be strengthened a little bit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so while for sure. right now we're saying that we don't quite have it all together to come back. Yeah. If a couple extra people are praying for us to come back faster, yeah. that means our life is coming together yeah, faster. Yeah, it is. You know? Yeah, for sure. So it doesn't, pr- the prayers don't mean shambles, yeah. y'all. The prayers mean strength. Thank and we're asking guys. for it, okay? Yes. We're asking we for it. We're asking for strength. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to add you to my prayer list. Thank you. I will do the same for you. Add me to yours. Yeah, we'll, we'll swap. We'll swap, swap prayers. Out. Amazing. <laughs> I think that the people will understand because they've grown to know us. We've shared ourselves. So you can imagine also yourself needing a little break. It's the same thing. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. And so there is no come back on this date and find We're us. We're not going to say it. We're not going <laughs> to say it. We're just going to surprise you one day and be yeah. like, surprise. You'll know when you are back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so stay close, guys. Yeah. Like stay close, stay Please around. Stay close. All right, Ash. So until not next week. Next time. Until next time. (laughs) Ask Ashley. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, or asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer.